I'm Merritt Rollins-Brown, Mindset and Life Coach, and you are listening to the Mindset for Mealtimes podcast, where I help you stop emotionally eating and reshape your relationship with food, yourself, and with your body. Hi, how are you this week? My week has been super busy, but also really fun especially with all of the Halloween festivities that have been going on. We had a skate town event with my kids' school. So they dress up in their costumes and then we rollerbladed. Well, they like to roller skate. I like to rollerblade. And that was a lot of fun. And Bash won the most creative costume. Then we had Tesla's ninth birthday party this past weekend, and her birthday is November 1st, so the day after Halloween, and each year we just do a Halloween-themed birthday. Last year it was Hocus Pocus, and this year she wanted like a graveyard bat spooky Halloween party, but we always say come dressed in a costume. And so that was a lot of fun. Then we had Halloween on Monday. And so we trick-or-treated with some of the kids in the neighborhood. And we just got loads and loads of candy. Um, And my kids created our Halloween costumes this year. And we were all the ghost characters from... The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Well, except for Bash. He was Snoopy. And he made his outfit himself. And (laughs) our youngest was Charlie Brown, uh, where he cut a bunch of holes in his ghost costume because he couldn't figure out the eye holes. And apparently he got a lot of rocks instead of candy for Halloween. So it was a fun time. On top of all of the Halloween festivities, Ash's baseball season has ended, but now basketball season has started and the girls are still in gymnastics. And then all three kids are starting wrestling tonight. So we've been getting wrestling shoes and all the things for sports organized. And that is how my week has been. And I hope yours has been wonderful thus far. So today's podcast is going to be about how meal planning ahead of time helps with decision fatigue. Have you ever heard of decision fatigue? Decision fatigue is where your brain makes decisions all day, every day. But our brains can get tired by the end of the day. And we begin to make decisions not from our highest self. Essentially, the longer you make decisions, the worse your decisions will be. For example, when you wake up, your brain is already making a decision. Should I hit snooze or get up right now? Should I work out first or wait until later in the day? Should I shower this morning? Do I need to wash my hair or could I just put more dry shampoo in it? What should I make for breakfast? What should I pack the kids for lunch? What should I wear today? Do the kids have any activities today? What am I doing for work or leisure today? Did I get enough sleep last night? Why did I not get enough sleep last night? 
How can I not be so stressed out? Why am I feeling anxious all of a sudden? Did I forget to do something I was supposed to do? This happens within the first few minutes of waking up. You have already made 14 decisions before even getting out of bed. The decisions keep getting made throughout the day. Sometimes we get so burnt out or overwhelmed with everything, we don't end up making the best decisions for our future selves especially when it pertains to food and what we put into our bodies and what we put into our self-care routines. And this is where planning comes into play. So why is planning important? Planning teaches us discipline while also teaching us how to build up the muscle of follow-through. What I mean by this is when we plan something out, for example, the dinner menu for the week. It gets rid of stress, of overconsuming. Ever heard of don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry? Gets rid of skipping meals, ordering or buying the short-term convenient thing, and it gets rid of giving into urges and those false pleasures we often have when it comes to food or beverages. Building the muscle of follow-through helps us become more productive with our time it allows us to establish boundaries and it also strengthens our self-trust. So if you make workout plans, then you follow through with those plans. You trust yourself to do what you say you're going to do. Planning meals out ahead of time does not have to be hard or you have to spend hours a week doing it. I love having a few of my favorite cookbooks out, writing down the recipes and ingredients. And then I browse Pinterest for more recipes and I write those down and get the ingredients list for those meals. Then I create my grocery list and I love getting the bulk of my groceries delivered to my house. It saves me so much time. And we have been using, and this is not sponsored in, in any way, but we have been using the Walmart app for grocery delivery since 2020. And we love it. But my Walmart doesn't always have what I need. So we like to stock up on certain things like fruits and veggies, coffee, bread, and cheese, from Sam's Club or sometimes I have to go to Kroger if Sam's Club or Walmart don't have what I'm looking for because I do love like chickpea pastas and a certain brand of pesto things like that. Ideally each week if I plan ahead of time I go to the grocery store once a week. I told y'all I'm going to be transparent because I am a human and I'm not perfect. I can manage my brain easily and with certainty and trust, but I don't always manage making a meal plan for the week. Lately, it's been more of what do we have? Can you stop by the grocery store after work today because we don't have anything to make for dinner that I want? And honestly, I have been really lazy with meals and I decided to take the easy route and just not eat the healthiest of meals lately. Sometimes it's been a glass of wine and Honey Nut Cheerios for dinner or ordering pizza for the kids. This is because I am mentally drained by the end of the day and I feel a sense of just not caring. 
Um, my deciding abilities have <laughs> come to an end and I just don't want to decide on what to make for dinner. <laughs> so we haven't been eating as well as we normally do, but it just, it has been a busy time. Not that I'm justifying it. Um, I mean, with everything in life, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes I'm on meal planning each week, and then there are months where I don't even write the calendar on my big dry erase board that's in my kitchen. I did not write the month of October down at all. And that's okay. I see it, and I'm working on meal planning again. And it makes me feel so good when I do plan out dinners, especially on busy weeknights when we have sports. I do love cooking and I love cooking healthy plant-based meals that take less than an hour. I can definitely feel a difference between the weeks I do meal plan and the weeks that I don't meal plan. The weeks I do meal plan are overall more productive and I'm not aimlessly wandering around wondering what I should do or what I should eat. It's about knowing, okay, on this day I'm eating leftovers for lunch and we will have this and this for dinner, which I can make right after we get back from wrestling practice. This process creates more space in my mind to focus on other things that are important. I listened to a TED Talk earlier this week given by Brady Wilson on how to fix the exhausted brain. And he was discussing how throughout the day our brains can get tired and we lose access to our highest thinking or executive functions. And he went on to talk about what an energized brain looks like versus a depleted brain. So an energized brain has, quote, focus your attention, regulates your emotions, notices connections, predicts outcomes, makes smart decisions, and you are on top of your game versus a depleted brain that distracts your attention, reacts impulsively, loses a thread, can't see implications, makes unwise decisions, end quote. You can develop what is known as absenteeism, where you are physically there, but you are mentally elsewhere. And you don't end up doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you feel burnt out, stressed, overwhelmed, not connected, and the window of possibility of getting things done in self-belief is really, really small. When we are planning ahead of time, we become more productive with our life. We are more aware of what we are thinking and feeling, which is super important with regulating our emotions. Because if we don't regulate our emotions, we tend to overeat, overindulge, avoid, resist, buffer, aimlessly scroll on social media, we don't follow through with our plans, all the things. Our bodies also create the high performance hormone, which Brady Wilson talks about, oxytocin. And he says oxytocin is a hormone that is presented when you feel connected to something or with someone. And there is a trust and rapport that is established. 
The more you follow through with your plans, the more oxytocin is released into your body and you feel the connection of trust within yourself and you are connected and in tune with your thoughts and feelings. When you start following through with your plans and trusting yourself, you begin to open up that window of possibility and self-belief in your body starts producing another hormone, serotonin. And when your body starts producing more serotonin, it, he says, quote, makes you feel invincible, pleasurable, unlocks a sense of agency, builds your confidence and self-efficacy up, end quote, says Brady Wilson. And who doesn't want to feel their best self? Planning your meals ahead of time helps make space in your brain for other important things and people in your life. It's like planning your outfits the night before helps you dress confidently and quickly in the mornings. Ever heard of a capsule wardrobe? A capsule wardrobe is a closet that has around 20 to 30 pieces in it all based on a certain color scheme. My wardrobe now is made up of neutral colors. Neutrals make it easy for me to throw an outfit together because almost everything matches. Growing up in high school and in college, I shopped at J. Crew and Lily Pulitzer, and I had a bunch of brightly colored pattern clothing items that I hardly wore unless it was a dress because nothing I owned matched each other. So I missed out on a few events because I thought I had nothing to wear. Now it takes me less than a minute to decide what to wear because I have limited my options, which lessens my decisions. So how does decision fatigue affect your eating habits? You give into those short-term false pleasures or urges. You reach for convenient foods or junk foods. You make poor nutritious decisions. You skip meals. You don't properly fuel your body or your brain. You use willpower to not eat a certain thing. You punish yourself by overindulging or overeating because you feel guilty about something that you maybe said or you did. You use food as a coping mechanism. How does meal planning affect your eating habits? You do not give into urges or false pleasures. You learn to trust yourself. You learn what your body needs for fuel and you plan according to your day. So if you go for a hike, you plan what snacks you're taking with you. You don't skip meals because you have planned them out. You allow yourself to connect with your thoughts and your feelings and you're in tune with your body. Therefore, you're not overeating or undereating or overindulging in anything. You make more nutritious meals you're not using up your mental space for willpower. And you're not punishing yourself with restricting food or using food for comfort or avoiding your feelings. And there isn't one right way to meal plan either. I, like I said, I like using carving out an hour tops. Usually it takes about 30 minutes because I've been doing this for a while and I rotate my recipes and I know how to cook most of the meals and I know which ingredients that I need. When I was first starting out meal planning, 
I did feel overwhelmed, especially when I started really getting into Pinterest because it was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't even know what, <laughs> what meal to make because there are just so many choices. But then I said, okay, I'm going to be adventurous and I'm going to choose this meal. And if that meal was a winner, then I would make it again and again and again until it just becomes a regular into our diet or it becomes the base of a regular meal. Um, for example, like we started doing Taco Tuesdays, but that can include like lasagna, black bean, and sweet potato, lasagna roll-ups, um, enchiladas with homemade enchilada sauce, tacos, uh, lentil rice, and burritos. Like, you can do a variety of different things, but we know that Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays. And that just helps me mentally not have to decide on a dinner for that week. I have also used uh, meal planning apps like there's one called Meal Lime that I used for a while where they give you meals based on your dietary lifestyle. The cool thing about that was it linked the ingredients to whatever grocery store that you shop at and so it was really easy to grocery shop that way. I can definitely tell a difference in my week and in my mood and my family's mood and being more productive when I do take the time to meal plan and also take the time to plan out, okay, I'm going to work out Monday at this time. The more that I plan my days out and my weeks out, especially for work and my business, it just may it just makes my days so much easier <laughs> and focused and it it has helped me trust myself and show up when I say I'm going to do something and it helps me be more prepared and more present and honestly have a better time and a fun time and because I'm not stressed out and I'm not feeling burnt out or overwhelmed or like, oh, I need to, and I'm, I'm not coming from the I should have or I need to energy either. It's okay, I'm going to, if I say I'm going to clean my kitchen every night before going to bed this week, then I'm going to do that. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh my gosh. I'm so happy that my kitchen is clean. And when you practice this, when you practice planning ahead of time, it helps build that self-trust and that self-efficacy and opens up your brain to more possibility and builds your self-belief that you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. more you start small and then the more practice you get, the better you're going to get at it. And if you 
practice meal planning, you're going to get better and better at it and you're going to improve on it. And you're going to make meals that end up taking four hours instead of 30 minutes. Like my husband and I wanted to make dim sum one day and literally took us, I think it it took us longer than four hours to make. It was good. Some recipes aren't going to be a hit. And then some recipes you're gonna be like, ooh, yes, I'm gonna make this twice a month. So if they're essentially are four weeks in a month, you already know week one, I'm gonna make this, week two, I'm gonna make that. And then you can establish, okay, Tuesdays is gonna be Taco Tuesday. I can make um, black bean enchiladas on the first Tuesday, lentil tacos on the second Tuesday. We can go out to our favorite um Mexican restaurant on the third Tuesday and I don't know make nachos we've made nachos before on the fourth Tuesday or something like that and it just the more things you can plan ahead of time like that um, the less stress you end up being and I just think that's so that's so important so I have something fun for the next 30 days starting actually starting when this podcast episode comes out November 3rd I'm starting a Facebook group called the 30 day plan challenge where we are coming together in a community sense and we're going to type out what our goal or goals are for the next 30 days and we're going to plan out when we are going to do the certain goal And at the end of each day, we are going to evaluate if we did what we said that we are going to do. If yes, amazing. If not, why not? What was going on that led us to decide to follow through with our plans? And what was going on that led us to decide not to follow through with our plans? What worked for us that day? What didn't work for us that day? And Brady Wilson talked about partnering up for progress. And that is the type of community that I want to create with this Facebook group. And it's going to be a fun experience and a challenge. And the bonus is you're going to get some coaching done from me. And you can also partner up with somebody who may have a similar goal and get yourself an accountability partner. And my goal for the next 30 days is to meal plan on Sundays and meal plan dinners for the week on Sundays. And we can share different ways to meal plan or like the different apps that I mentioned because there isn't one right way. And I'm also going to do my group of three workouts. If you would like to join us, I will link it down in the show notes for y'all. So the question of the week last week was, what is your favorite fall recipe? And honestly, mine is chili. I make a vegetarian chili with different types of beans and I put uh, frozen corn in it and frozen okra in it. And I use fresh herbs from my garden and I add a little bit of cinnamon to it and I think it's pretty good my kids like it too so that's always a plus and my husband he likes it too 
The podcast question for this week is because it was just Halloween, what is your favorite piece of Halloween candy? And what is your least favorite piece of Halloween candy? When we got home from trick-or-treating, the kids poured out their candy bags and then they started sorting it like Reese's in this pile and gummies in this pile, lollipops in this pile. And I used to do that as a kid too. But, you know, there's always like one or two pieces of candy that you're like, ooh, these are my favorite. And then there's always that, that group of candy that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> So I want to know what yours are. You can DM me your answers over on Instagram at Merritt Rollins Brown. And I also have a few one-on-one coaching spots available. If you are interested in doing a free 30-minute discovery call with me, head on over to my website, MerrittRollinsBrown.com, over to the products tab. All right, guys, I will talk to y'all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mindset for Mealtimes podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to check out my Mindset for Mealtimes program over on MerrittRollinsBrown.com. That's M-E-R-I-T-T-R-O-L-L-I-N-S. B-R-O-W-N.com. And if you need any additional support, feel free to DM me over on Instagram at Merritt Rollins Brown.